are the gentlemen advancing the melanin evolution. Welcome to another edition of the Game Recognized Game Podcast with RLJ and Kev. I'm KEV, that's RLJ, and we are the gentlemen advancing the melanin evolution, where evolution is revolution. Hey man, what's up? What's up, good brother? Hey, I can't call it, man. I can't call it, man. I, uh, I'm feeling good, man. I'm feeling good. Like, like you know, last show, I'm, I'm feeling good, man. Good. I'm in a, I think I'm in a good space. I got work to do, but I'm in a good space, man. I'm in a real good space. Yo, shout out to all of uh, our supporters and listeners, all of my uh, friends from high school, from high school, from Indian River High School in Chesapeake, Virginia, that have supported um, the podcast and the show and that's following us on social media and that makes commentary on our posts uh really excited man I, you know some folks i haven't really seen in 20 years that support the podcast man and that's it, what's up. It's, it's that's legit man so you know i hope we're providing content material that uh energizes you refreshes you allows us to articulate your frustrations and uh, man, yo, I appreciate you, man. Go Braves, go Braves, man. You know, Indian River High School was the first high school in the city of Chesapeake that uh, won a state football championship. First high school. And don't y'all ever forget that, ever in your life. Ninety-five, baby. Ninety-five. Yeah. Yeah. What were you doing in ninety-five, man? Ninety-five. Let's see. I was nine. Was nine. Yep. Nine, was, you were nine years old in ninety-five? Nine. Damn. Yeah. That's crazy. So do you remember like what like what do you remember most, <laughs> say, between the ages of say nine and like thirteen? Kevin, that's a weird range. <laughs> I, I, I say that range I say that range is because like at nine you really don't know. You're a kid. You really are a kid. Correct. But at 13, like, you kind of have a... You're coming, le- you're coming into your own. Yeah, you, you have a level of awareness about certain things. And, I like, I'm asking you the question because at 9 and 95, like, do you remember Wu-Tang or Biggie Smalls? Yes. Or Tupac Dine? Yes, I do remember all of that. Um, and, like, wh- like how did it how did it impact you? Um, I think I was sad. I I do remember I was sad when um, Tupac um, died, and th- and the reason why I remember it, I still remember um, where I was when I heard it on the radio, and okay. it was this somber tone on all of the radio stations when Biggie died, when Tupac died. Like it was a, it was a thing, mm-hmm. right? And I and then I remember seeing it flash on BET. Mm-hmm. Um, and I want to say it eventually got onto MTV, but BET was, you know, the primary source. And so I do remember that it was like a sad, a sad thing. Um, music was being played all day, different tributes was, you know, stuff was taking place. And so, um, it was really interesting because, you know, I had limited exposure to the music because I was so young Yeah, versus someone who grew up with the music um and could identify with a lot of the stuff at nine i could couldn't identify with a lot of the stuff that they were talking about um i just knew i liked the music Mm -hmm. and so um yeah i do remember that but i think the most prominent thing that i remember from 
ages nine to thirteen. Since five years. Um geez, what was I? Eighth grade in thirteen? You had five to your to your grade to get your age. Is that right? That's the thing. Well, because you were five in kindergarten. True. And then in sixth grade, I mean in first grade, you're, you're six. Right. Yeah. So six minus five is one. Wow. See I that? Know that. See, you just see what I did there? Something. I uh, ne- I never knew that. But but I also think it depends on when you were born too. Yeah. yeah. It depends on when you were born. Well, I I think I I, I started school earl- earlier than I probably should have. Mm-hmm. Um, by like a year. I started. I started first grade, and I was five years old. Okay, but I was like a late five because my birthday wasn't until November. Got it. And so I probably could have went into the next class, mm-hmm. but you know I'm smart. I'm a king, <laughs> man. I, I I was a king from an early mm-hmm. age, brother Jay. He's a smart guy. <laughs> That's me. That's me. I'm, I've been here before, so the teacher saw me and was like, "Oh, he like uh." You know, he like Curtis Mayfield and Rick James, and mm. <laughs> he probably need to be in the third grade. Curtis Mayfield. <laughs> yeah, man. So, um, 13, I'm trying to do the math real quick. So, that was 99 for me? Yeah. Damn, 99, man. That was 99. My sister graduated high school. So that was summer 99. Yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah, I crossed. My sister graduated, in, um, yeah, graduated I, high school. I crossed 99, man. That's crazy. Um, That's wild, man. Why we get along so bad, so good, then, man? <laughs> My grandfather said I was here before. You so gotta be, man. I so told you. I'm old school soul. Yeah. I, that's that's my only explanation. I don't know. That's wild, man. Yeah. You I were was, thirteen and ninety nine. Yep, I was in uh, thirteen. Yeah, I was in eighth grade, so I was in Charleston Junior High. Mm. I had one more year to go because we had seven, eight, nine in our junior high. Seven, eight, and nine. Yep. Okay. And okay. then high school was ten, eleven, twelve. And so eighth grade. So you really had you were in a junior high. You weren't in a middle school. No, yeah. it, it, we went into the middle school system after I got into high school. Got it. Um, I I think I remember that was that was right around the time where you know you start to develop your own musical taste, um, individual interest. Well, how? Well, this, I, this is what's strange to me, right? Mm-hmm. And you know, man, you've been kicking it for a few years, man. So like. Yo, you like this? Like we like the same music, mm-hmm. and that's strange to me because when you what you just said, I'm like, well, damn, how do we like the same music? We were exposed to it, yeah, right. And yeah. so, like, that was what my mother listened to. That was what you know, most of my family listened to. And so, at all the family functions, that's what we was listening to. Um, and so, I think um, I was laughing the other day. I found an old band book of mine. Mm-hmm. And my band director, shout out to Jay Craig Lee. Um, he wrote a note. He was the one that gave me the nickname Dr. Jones. Because <laughs> he said, I knew how to operate on the sax. Is that right? <laughs> <laughs> and so um, he wrote a note in one of my um, my band books. And I chuckled. But I thought back to like early influences on like my love for jazz um, started with my grandfather who would play the piano or just the music that he would listen to. Um, and then I was like, yo, I want to play a saxophone. And then the exposure that my band director gave me to different types of music and how he deepened my love for the music and the arts. Um, I think it was interesting because in my family, 
there wasn't too many people who, you know, were musicians. And so um, just knowing what the small seed that my grandfather planted on the pe- with the piano, what that developed into, um, fed my interest and, and my love for music. Man, that's wild, yo. That's wild. What What are some famous Kappa musicians? Do you know any? Famous Kappa musicians? Kappa, Kappa musicians, yeah. Because uh, I know Duke Ellington, he's an alpha, He's an alpha. Yep. Yeah, he's an alpha. Jeez. Yeah. Um, That's a tough one. I would have to think on that one. Yeah, Phi Beta Sigma, though. Temptations. Which one? The original ones. Which ones? All, all of them. Where they pledge? Hey man, they they, they, they look it up, look it up, <laughs> yeah. look it up. <laughs> ain't nobody coming to look see it up, you, look, Otis. Look it up, man. Look it up. Okay. That's a, they, I, that that after I pledged, man, I found that out, man. I say, yep, I did it. I did the right. I did the right one. That's temptations, man. That's legit. That's legit. Let yeah. Me look. Let me look. Because <laughs> look there's up, man. there's Tell a me. few. Um, you know, I never really thought to be like. Because hey. you know what, like I, I you know, people think uh, George Clinton. Mm-hmm. Because of the atomic dog is an omega. No, I don't. He's, a, he's he's not an omega though. I don't think he's Greek. Yeah, he, he's not. But people think that he's a, that he's. They just snatched the song. They just snatched. They just snatched the song. You know. Q's always snatching stuff. Just kidding. <laughs> just kidding. Just kidding. Don't <laughs> don't tweet us. Um. Yeah, but are there like any any famous frat brothers that's like, yo, I really like the way he got down or got busy. You know what I'm saying? Um, off the top of my head, you know Montel Jordan's a new. That is true, right? That and is so true. He he had a heavy influence on the '90s R&B slash rap scene. But you know what though, like his his arc wasn't that long Mm-mm. as far as like his career. But man, you get a song like that that outlasts <laughs> the generation, yo. Because that song still goes hard to this day. Damn, man! Like think about this is how we do it, like. Yo, you can play that anywhere and get a reaction out of people. Absolutely. Like, man, I I don't know if if I was a musician, you know, entertainer, I don't even know if I would want. I don't need a a classic like uh like Source Magazine Five Mike album. Mm. You know what I mean? Give me one song, man. Like, what's the young boy name? The young boy name uh with the cowboy and he did the joint with Billy Ray Cyrus. What's the young boy's name? The, Lil Nas X. Lil Nas X, yeah. right? Like he'll probably never come out ever with another another a album or maybe maybe a song of that level. The likelihood of him coming out with a song of that level is it's less. It's 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 probably less than five percent, less than one percent. But the fact that he has a song that likely will outlive his grandchildren's generation. Yes. <laughs> Because uh, yes, and rumor has it he made the damn song for less than two hundred dollars. And here we are. And here we are. <laughs> and here we are, man. <laughs> and so I, 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 I just get curious as far as like musical influences of people, but it's strange because like you know I didn't. Every time we talk, I'm like, damn, there is a not a, a significant age, you know, it ain't 10 years, mm-hmm. but damn, it's enough to say, well, damn, yo, how do we come together and blend and link up? You know what I mean? Right. I don't, I don't know. I just don't know. That's, that's wild to me, man. 
I'm gonna have to do my research. Yeah, do, your, on, do, do your research. I'd be curious. I'd be curious, man. Um, I'd be curious just because you know that's just some you know to me that's some shit you just brag about. The Temptations, yeah. Hey, I'm gonna I'm put that out there. That's what's put, up. Put that out there, but yeah, Temptations, man. That was like one of the first things I learned after mm. I, you know, after I pledged and crossed. I was like, damn, that's tough. I felt good about myself. I mean, we have some modern, right? So you got Lecrae. He's a capper. Lecrae's a capper. That's tough. Well, he he got a Grammy though. Yeah. Lecrae, like Lecrae, people say you know he's a gospel rapper. Nah, he's a he's a he's a rhymer, man. Yeah. I think I think he he body a lot of people. Oh, absolutely. In the name of Christ. <laughs> <laughs> um, you got Smokey Norfolk. He's a capper. Uh huh. Yeah, I like Smokey. Byron like Cage. Yeah. Uh huh. Mar- Marvin Sapp. Mm. Um. Damn, man, that's, that's, that's some heavy hitters. Yeah, I mean, that, Marvin Sapp got a couple songs. But that's like that. that uh, that's later. That's later. I'm I'm thinking of like earlier. Like who were? I know we have some famous jazz musicians. Like there's a few trumpeters that we have. Mm-hmm. Um. But I, I'll do my I'll do my yeah, research. Do your research. I be I, I'm curious, man, because I know uh. But for Zeta, Sarah Vaughn, phenomenal singer. Mm-hmm. You know, so I like I, I love it. Like we talked about last show what was about B- the history. Was Billy Holiday a Zeta? Nah, I want to say Billy Holiday was. She might have been the AKA. Don't look. Don't tweet us and say get our history right. We didn't right. pledge your shit, okay? Right. <laughs> <laughs> you ain't gonna talk to us any kind of way. We, Not your shit. We, 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 <laughs> we didn't we, pledge we, your shit. We trying to, you know, we trying to shout everybody out. Not sure, but no, I don't think Billy. I thought Billy Holiday was an AKA for some reason. Um, I could be wrong though. We fact checking right nine, now. Ten, nine times out of ten, we wrong. But we, we, we gonna fact know, check. Yeah, we he he googling it right now. Oh, if I can spell it, name Billy Holiday. There we go. I saw something on it that she was Greek though, but I, I don't know the organization. You mm. know, Billy Holiday was a fox. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. I lo- I love her voice. Um. Yeah, she was a, a straight fox, man. So I'm curious, man, because you know you talk about like you remember because you heard it on the radio when like Tupac died, mm-hmm. um, Biggie died. But I, you know, I remember skipping school to get uh, Life After Death, man. Really? Yeah, yeah. It was like uh, my junior year, like my junior year of high school. I remember me and my son's godfather, my my, my best friend Bub, who who will be on the show uh, in a few in a in a few weeks. Uh, to talk about home ownership, but yeah, man, I, it was me and him. We uh, skipped school. Well, we we didn't skip the whole day. We skipped like a period, and uh, went over to Greenbrier Mall, Chesapeake, Virginia, and I uh, copped a double CD. Double CD. <laughs> That's the nineties. Yep. Long live the nineties, baby. Yeah. Yep. Copped. A, we copped a double CD, man. I think she's an AK. I AK? keep seeing. I keep seeing AK. Uh-huh. If, we're, if we're wrong, yeah. we apologize. Yeah. If, if, Blame it on know, Google. Feel free to fact check this and, and and send us something on social media. But yeah, man, we skipped school to go get Life After Death double CD. Um, at the time, I don't know if it was Tower Records. It an entire records. Tower became, Records. It became something else. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. man. Yeah, but you know that's, that's a chain that everybody would would know. But <laughs> but really, but really, do you remember the wall? Yeah, I remember the wall. They yeah. had a wall in. I believe they had a wall in um Greenbrier Mall. With the Blue Square. Mm-hmm. And the Buzz Club was the the, the membership club. Yeah, yeah, and, that, and Col- the Columbia Records joint. Yeah, yeah, that I 
I don't think they check your credit though. The ninety nine cent. Yeah, I don't think they check your for credit for thirty five CDs. Yeah, and, I, and I think I got at least fifty CDs. For I don't a penny. Know, I don't know if I paid my full freight for all of yeah, them. No. Yeah. Well, they're gonna come find you yeah, now, Kevin. Thanks. It's all right. Whatever. Make sure good you CDs, man. address it to Kevin Holmes and yeah, not to GRG. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not paying for those CDs in twenty twenty, Kevin. Yeah, man. It was like the Columbia Record uh-huh. Club or whatever. You get a you yeah you get your CD. I think my mama my mama might have did some of those. See, you trying to? That was a dig at me. That was a dig. That was a slight dig. Was that a dig for my age? Was that a read? Yeah, that was a read, man. <laughs> I that hope you don't read. feel red. I don't feel red. I don't <laughs> have. A, I don't have a receipt for them damn okay. CDs. No damn way. So. Hey, but I remember it. My, I remember my grandfather saying, "Where are all these damn CDs coming from? <laughs> you know, where you get the money from for these CDs?" Well, all I needed was a penny. I say it was a penny, pop. It was a penny. It ain't nothing a penny. <laughs> like that's what he said. Right. <laughs> Old school wisdom. <laughs> Little did we know he was speaking uh, gospel at that moment. Yo, he was like, ain't nothing to penny. <laughs> yeah. Little did we know. Yo, man, hey, you know the crazy part about, uh, you know, this 2020 thing, man. Like, yo, Dre from Power, he got what he deserves. Listen, if you have not Spoiler seen. Spoiler alert, I'm sorry. He got what he deserves. If you haven't seen it, we're not sorry because mm. it, it they're on a new episode at this point. Yeah. While, by the time this airs, you <laughs> Yeah, by this time, yeah, by the time. But was not his death so poetic? Hey man, it was. It was like a beautiful. Can you say it was a beautiful killing scene? It was poetic. You know, when they say it took stitches, uh, snitches get stitches, uh, to a new level. But really, think about it. Like he kept cheating death, but then. He wasn't doing it quietly. Yeah, he was. He was. He was doing that joint with a little bop to him. Yeah, like, mm-hmm. but you know, when he was in jail and he saw that they was about to get him, you know, had fear kicked in and he realized that he really wasn't about that life that he was portraying. But he kept, ah, just like God, he was just he was he was getting pulled out at the very last possible second every time, mm-hmm. and he was given the opportunity to do the right thing. And every time I try to do the right thing, evil is present on every hand. And, and yep. it was demonstrated. And so how he, every time he thought he was going to escape, that last time I was like, uh-uh, something's wrong with this 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 one right here. They, he, they put him in solitary confinement. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, those rags that was soaked with, what, gasoline or lighter Something, fluid? Something, yeah. It was a it was a horrific death. It was so poetic, but and I wasn't sorry. And then, but <laughs> the, the imagery of him standing in what he thought was his escape, which soon turned into be his hell. Yep, that was crazy, bro. That was crazy. I saw Fifty wrote the hell out of this. Yeah, man. However, I do I do have a gripe. Okay. These last two episodes that I've watched, I uh, they're all over the place. They are, they are, because it, it it seems like they're trying to tie up loose ends. Because they keep going back to stuff, and I was like, yo, I, I like I like the way they're going back from the different characters' perspective who had a thing for ghosts, yeah, that, and they're kind of r- running through the day of, and like I like that part, okay. But then it's it's a lot in those episodes. Well, if you blink and you see something that happened, you're like, oh man, they got him too. But then you're like, wait a minute, he's been dead. Yeah. But then you see, it, I just, I think I may stop watching it until all of them are uploaded mm. so I can just watch them continuously. I can't do that because somebody on social media is going to screw it up. For well, see, me. I what I've been doing, <laughs> even what I've been doing is like I limit just scrolling on on my yeah. timelines for that reason mm-hmm. and then after a while when the show was off i was like oh well I, I don't really miss just aimlessly scrolling and so i'm good with that 
Or if someone starts talking about it, I'll just walk out the room. So I'll figure it out. Yeah, man. I, I don't I don't know, man. I think I think uh right now at current state, I think uh either Tasha or the son Tariq killed him. You know what? I'm think- I don't think it was Tommy. I don't think it was Tommy. I think it was either Tasha or the son. What I'm thinking that it's someone that we're not even expecting. Potentially. Maybe it's uh what's the what's the new woman's name? The um Oh, the uh political yeah. strategist. It could be her. Damn, that's crazy. If she killed him, I wonder why. Could be a lot. Of, I mean, it could that's be tough, a lot. man. You gave me something to think about. Or and he may not be dead because the question was who shot Ghost, not who killed Ghost. Yeah, but on the news, you know, the current episode, yeah. the news is saying he's dead. He, he was, was slain. slain. Yeah, yeah. Right, slain means dead, though, right? It does. But right, yeah. like we, you've seen SVU. They kill off people all the time to put them in witness protection. Mm. So the question is, like, did something happen to where he staged it? He's really gone. He on an island somewhere. Yeah, with a new identity, yeah. and everyone else is about to get got. Mm-hmm. Or right, they're trying to figure it out, and then that's gonna like eat them away to the point where they start telling them people. Like on that last episode when Angela's sister. Oh yeah, she was she was crazy, man. She had the body brought up yeah. from the grave. Yeah, because she was trying to do. She was doing too much. Too much. She was doing too much, and then screwed herself in the process. Luck, but in the end, she still got some. Yeah, I, I but think she, she went left back it alone. She should have left it alone. Man. And 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 she was doing too much. Too much. What I say, brother Jay? This for this year, I'm avoiding people that do too much. Too much. Angela's sister Paz was doing too she much. She was doing too much ever since she left Orange Is the New Black. Oh, she was on that show too. Yeah, I only watched like a season or two of that. Yeah, yeah she was on Orange Is the New Black and. Yeah, like when I first got Netflix, I got Netflix because people at work at the time was, were talking about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I only got through maybe a season. Of that. Yeah, I mean, after a while, you know. I'm chill, man. I don't know. There's not really no programming that motivates me to watch religiously mm. right now. That's out now. I I think for me, um, you know, I was watching Power. Uh, it's not too many other ones. Oh, um, Queen Sugar. I watched Queen, Queen Sugar. Sugar. Uh huh. Uh, Greenleaf That's on Netflix Is it I think it is Greenleaf Yeah Yeah I might watch I don't know I'm I'm, I'm about to I'm, I think I'm on the verge I might have like two weeks left On my net, my Netflix subscription And you just gonna let it go Yeah man Cause it's, it's too much now man mm-hmm. You got You got Hulu You got the Disney Plus thing Then It is a lot ESPN Plus And Netflix And then uh, You know To watch Power You gotta have stars Or Amazon Prime Video yeah, Amazon Prime Video, but that I'm I'm that's the one thing I'm not getting rid of. I'm not getting rid of my Prime subscription. Oh, okay. Because it it comes in handy. It comes in handy, man. I might need a, like a, a random natural hair comb brush thingy, mabob. <laughs> I saw it on Instagram for for, for seventeen dollars, oh, but I got it on Amazon for uh for ten. Okay. And ladies, if you have natural hair, yo, it it, it it's legit. It it's legit. It doesn't it doesn't hurt. On your wash days to pull out, you know, when you go through that shedding painful process, it don't hurt. Yeah, shedding. Yeah, man, I, I pay I pay nine ninety five for the brush comb thing. Thank you, about One day shipping. Yeah, it came the next That's day. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, it came the next day, man. I love Prime. Prime will do you right. But Prime, but you know, I I was an Amazon driver. Okay. I I, I was an Amazon driver, brother Jay, for um for what like three weeks, <laughs> like three weeks, man. What happened on the fourth week? On the fourth week, I was like, you know what. 
it was it was like middle of July. Mm. Oh. And it was 100 degrees, and I was delivering packages in Old Town, Alexandria. Oh, no. Trying to uh, maneuver that damn truck van. With that, no parking. But see, but this was before like Amazon had the actual Amazon Prime trucks. So y'all had what, Enterprise trucks? Yeah, we had the rental van joints. And you had to load up, man. You talking about you had to load up your own van. It was like 300 packages, man. 300 packages. And they, they said, well, yeah, you get paid this, that, that, and the third a week. But it was a it was a facade, brother Jay. <laughs> it was a facade, and this is why because you work so many damn hours to deliver them damn packages, and they tracking you. Mm-hmm. They tracking you going place to place to place to place, and uh, you end up working well beyond like your eight hours. And so you know if you was supposed to make like twenty two dollars an hour or something like that, that shit ended up being like ten dollars an hour because you was working like ten hours. Mm-hmm. To deliver all those different Because they wouldn't pay you overtime Yeah it wasn't an overtime situation And you worked the weekends too And you had to get all the packages delivered. All the packages delivered That's, So I hate Amazon too But yeah. I love them But I feel I feel bad for it But I think it's better now Because you know They're getting better benefits And at least they got Like Amazon trucks Like they just gave me <laughs> I was in that joint With like basketball shorts on And a t-shirt And they gave you like This little lime green vest so you're walking these buildings with the packages and people look like looking at you like you about to rob the spot. <laughs> In a line like, no, I'm, I'm, with, I'm with Amazon. I'm with Amazon. What you mean you with Amazon? Like, <laughs> like you know, they thought I was bullshit. <laughs> I would too in basketball shorts and a smock. <laughs> yeah, but, but they asked. So, so right. So like my first day, my first day, brother Jay, my first day I asked like, well, what do you wear? They said, well, yeah, just wear it. Make sure it's black. But they didn't specify like, you know, the, they just said make sure. Did you show up in some Jordan shorts? Man, you damn right, man. And slides, man. It, not, not slides, cause you can't get in and out of that damn truck <laughs> with slides on. You kill your damn self. You kill your damn self, man. The three weeks that I did it, man, I had a ACL injury, <laughs> a MCL, a MCL injury, an Achilles injury. Yo, it was bad, man. Sciatica was not man. Bad. It was bad. It was bad, man. Then it, you know, it ain't really had a good radio in that joint, man. And then you trying to. You trying to listen to your tunes through your Bluetooth headset, and then they give you this phone. They give you a phone, and on the phone is a scanner to scan the packages. But the phone is actually a tracking device too. And so, for those of you who are out there in like uh, sales or organizations where you try to keep a tr- keep track of like your client relationship data or whatever, and so Salesforce, Salesforce is yeah. a, is is a big thing, a big CRM that most organizations use. Mm-hmm. They were tracking you by way of Salesforce. And if you would say five to seven stops behind, they would call your ass and be like, yo, where them packages at? And I'm like, I'm, I'm, I'm getting to it. Well, yo, such and such got me packages, blah, 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 blah. But they was chilling. And then I thought it was a respectable kind of thing to do, but it was a contracting experience. Mm-hmm. So you weren't working for Amazon. You was working for like Pookie's, Pookie's uh, check cashing and truck running. Pookie's parcel. Yeah, man, Pookie's parcel. <laughs> And and you know you had people showing up high. You had yeah, it was crazy, man. It was crazy. It, it was a fun experience because I got a story to tell. <laughs> you know, I yeah, I used to be out there delivering them packages for three three straight weeks. <laughs> but then I was like, nah, man, I need a job. Yeah, th- yeah, this ain't it. And that's how I met you because I left that job and the next job I had, that's how I met you. That yeah. next organization, man. Yeah, yeah. What was worse? Yeah, no, don't ask. <laughs> what was worse? <laughs> Hey man, I like I like the I like I like the job I like the job we was working because 
you know, you got paid every Thursday. We, we used to every get paid every other Thursday. We used to get paid every other Thursday. Well, I like I enjoyed that. I mm-hmm. enjoyed the benefits. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But the people was about the same. Uh. <laughs> Most of the people was about the same. You know, as far as working, well, we was working, and then. <laughs> and then and then working with the Amazon people and stuff, cause everybody's off the hook, man. But I think that was like the beginning of an era where, like, the last half of the twenty teens, mm. like, yo, it was just an opportunity for people to just to be them uh, their authentic, authentic selves self. and be off the hook and off the chain. That's where the galaxies were aligned. Yeah, though. man, it had to be. It, it gotta that, be. That's the only way I like, can. Like, yo, explain I'm gonna be me, do me, and. Accept me for yeah, who I am. We, we saw some shit with that organization. Crazy, man. We saw some shit. Crazy. But yeah. we survived. I thought about it, though. I said, but damn, man, do I need to go back to start delivering these packages? <laughs> it's crazy, man. Then, like, if you go to a rich neighborhood, bro, and you go in a rich neighborhood, man, you got on some joy and balling shorts and a white tee and a, a little green <laughs> little green vest, smock. green smock, man, and you go in some of those uh, rich neighborhoods out in, like, Great Falls and McLean, and you pull up in that raggedy rental van, man, and you pull, you pull around, and people look at you crazy, man. But I'm trying to do them a service because I got your packages. Right. You know, I didn't know how serious Amazon Prime was going to be. But even then, that was that was 2016, 2017. So, yeah, they was taking that shit pretty serious. Now look at it. Yeah, man. You'll see an Amazon Prime truck go past you every morning on the way to work. Yeah, Jeff Bezos. I, I still think you owe me a couple of dollars. <laughs> A few dollars, man. A few dollars. But yeah, I'm glad Dre got what he deserved, man. I'm glad he got what he deserved. I'm glad I'm not delivering Amazon packages no more. And um, I've been checking out because you know my Netflix subscription, man. It's about to go. It's about to expire because I got to cut back on expenses, man. That's fair. Like that's something I thought about. I said going into this year, I got to cut back on expenses because you know I, I'm I'm tired of stressing over money. Mm. You know, in the Bible, they say we're supposed to produce wealth. That part. Yeah, we're supposed to produce wealth. And so I'm tired of stressing over money. I'm trying to figure out how I can produce wealth to live in my purpose. That makes sense. You know what I mean? And so I'm trying to finish up, watch everything I can watch on Netflix, and then I'm and it's going to uh, cancel, expire at the end of the month. Did you you get a chance to see the um, Kevin Hart document series? <laughs> I saw it, man. I got a thing. I got a. I got a. Not a, really a beef with Kevin Hart, but it's like, yo, I'm the real Kevin out this joint. I'm the real Kevin H in these streets, man. Kevin H. Okay. I'm the real Kevin H in these streets, man. So Kevin Hart, yeah, he's a funny guy. Mm-hmm. But then people get mad when other comedians say he's not that funny, but they're actually really funny comedians. I don't get mad. I, I like the competition, cause commit, you know, in, in comedy. Like it's it's cutthroat. Yeah. 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 Yeah, it's it's real cutthroat. And so when you know, a lot of people support you support Kevin Hart. I ain't mad at it. I like Kevin Hart, but you know, as far as him being like one of the funnier comedians, eh, mm. he cool. I can see that. What like so the there was a lot on the documentary. There was a lot, man. Um it was a lot. He, you know, and I, so I watched it. I watched it, and I think, man, you were going back and forth when I watched it. And um, I'm, I'm actually, I'm proud of him though, because you know he flipped that into, you know, he flipped what "Laugh at My Pain," which was like the first movie, mm-hmm. and and that started his road to superstardom. Mm-hmm. And he flipped that into a production company, and so the docu series is really about him um, working and being CEO of. What is it? Heartbeat Productions. Yeah. And all all of the things that come with it. And so I like to see the behind the scenes 
uh, part of him trying to be a businessman and run a company and make it profitable. And then I, I like the fact that he's putting his, his boys on and putting people on. But um, I don't know. I, I, I don't know if I really want to be. He makes being a celebrity. He makes it look hard or, or like it's not fun or people, people who want to be a celebrity to be a celebrity, just to be a celebrity. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't know. It's, it's a lot of stuff to come with that, man. It's a lot of stuff that come with that. that I just don't think is, is worth it in in life. Mm. I don't know. That So like, I want, if anything, I want wealth. I don't want all the other shit that come with, you know, I like to go, I like to go into because uh, I don't I, I don't like Walmart for those of you who know me, but I like to go into like a CVS at one in the morning and do my thing and leave. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. yeah. I, so, where's the airplane? My yeah. overall take on the docu series, I, I thought it was a good production. Mm-hmm. Um. You got to see the inside scope on the man that makes a lot of people laugh. Yeah. Um, there was a few things that um, made me tilt my head to the side a little bit. Yeah. Um, now, I don't know if this was dramatics for the docuseries. I don't know if. Um, this was how he really is. Um, the scene where he uh, came at his uh, personal trainer. Oh yeah, his boy. Yeah, yeah man, they got up every morning. Yeah, yeah. He, yeah, he's like they were on the on the private plane. They were on a plane traveling. It was a tra- it was a plane. Yeah, it was a plane. They were playing. They were sitting, kind of playing cards or whatever. Yeah, and he came at him. I, I remember it was real at a sideways. Table. It was, yeah, yeah. It that was, was on the plane. Yeah, it that was, was on real the plane. Sideways. Yeah, and then when when they got off the plane, like the cops were there and everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Was a, I remember yeah. it was at a table. I could remember it was playing, but yeah, mm-hmm. it was on the plane. I, I was confused. I was I didn't know what was happening. Um, and how like hard he was going to make his point. Um. That threw me off a little bit. But mm. then, like, I was asking myself, like, yo, I wonder if he's like this all the time. And then thinking. If that was his personality If that was general. just him or was, like, was this because the cameras were on or. But then I started questioning the people that was around him. Like, if he does this often, like, ain't nobody going to say nothing? Because he ain't that big, man. Stomp the hell out of Kevin Hart, man. Bruh, he would have <laughs> fit through one of them little airplane windows. Yeah, I stomped the hell out of Kevin Hart. You come and be that way ever. Right? Ever. I, I, I didn't understand it. No one around him said anything. Yeah. And it's like, why are you permitting someone of this stature to, to, to speak to you like this? Like, forget titles and positions. Like, we supposed to be cool. What is it that you're trying to get out of this conversation? Are you trying to get it that you know you put me on, or like anything I got is because of you? Like, I, I, I that, that troubled me. I, I didn't. He did. He did put his. It was around something about. I guess the guy was either renting or whatever. And he, yeah. He, he kept like, going back. Do you, do, you own have, a home? do you own a home? Do you have a house or something like that? I just. But even that ain't none of your business. But, but regardless of the fact, like, why is that a conversation that you're gonna have and so violently and, and like aggressive mm. with your boy, like your inner circle? Um, and then the the. When the cheating subject came up, <laughs> um, 
song. Yeah, yeah. When he made it sound like because his boys wasn't with him, like he didn't have anyone giving him good counsel or advice or to stop him from doing the things that he did. I I didn't like that response. Now, because because re- realistically, you know, if your boys is around, they probably gonna hype it. <laughs> If you can't, if there's no, if there's gonna be no consequences behind it, mm. they might hype it. They might hype it. So you can't put that on your boys. Well, even if they're I not, think, going, I, didn't, I think, I didn't think that was fair. Even if they're not going to hype it, right? There could be someone in your circle, be like, all right, bro, you know you ain't supposed to do this. Let's True. Go. Like we finna, and I think most of the people that he was around was married. Yeah. Most of the guys yeah. in the circle are married or in a deeply involved relationship. Yeah. They, right? they had, yeah. And so, and that was the reason they couldn't be there. Uh huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. Which was also yeah. a reason he shouldn't have been there. Yeah. I digress. Um, <laughs> but to say that because they weren't there, he did what he did. It sounded like he needed a babysitter. Mm-hmm. And so I didn't really like that per se. Um, I'm not quite sure her response to some of the questions. I don't know. I don't know. Um, I don't know. It was just that whole I was in a gray space when I was watching that. Right, I was getting mixed feelings and thoughts when I was watching that whole entire cheating scene and the conversation came up. Um, I mean, it was screwed up that his homeboy kind of set him up, but really his homeboy probably gave him access to things that he he probably had seen before anyway. Touche, but uh, keep in mind, everybody got a Judas. Yeah. Right. Every everyone has. A, I mean, if Jesus had one, you you yeah you you finna have one. Yeah, you know different. But going back to a quote that I said a couple shows ago, a man at his best can't be too careful. Mm-hmm. Don't put yourself in environments to where something like that will happen. You. This is this. This is just me. Yeah. I hit you up like Kev. What you doing? Let's go to bait. And you'd be like, ah, mm, can't. All right, bet. I'll call Mike up. Mm-hmm. Mike, let's. I'm I'm riding out to Vegas tomorrow morning. Let's let's get a plane. Ah, dang, I can't because I got to do X Y Z. I hit KG up. KG was like, ah, you uh, you already know. Yeah. Right. At that point, if everyone I called said no, that means I should probably be saying no. Unless he had to go out there for business. Uh, I don't think it was business. That was just a random trip. I don't think it was business because yeah. typically, if he goes for business. His people are with him. Good point. Right? And so he didn't tell anybody about this mm-hmm. trip. So it was like, you're going out there for something, but it's not business. And I'm also thinking, if you already know individuals are in relationships or have families and you can't, they can't make last-minute decisions like this, you already knew they was going to say no. Perhaps. Right? And so I know I'm going to hit you up last minute, and I know you're going to say no. But I just want to go ahead and tell you that I'm going. So can't nobody say that I didn't tell you, but I'm still going to go anyway. So it sounded like just the way it was rolled out, that the intention was to do whatever he was doing in Vegas. You think? I, I think so. This is the piece that I just felt, I felt like he cheated. Was he wrong? Yeah. He was married. Yeah. But I do feel like, yo, as a celebrity, that's that's part of. That's part of one of the fringes that people want to be, the reason why people want to be famous, to have access for fuckery. 
I'm being dead at like I'm being so I'm being serious tell right me, now. Tell me more. Tell me because, more. Because like you you cheat on your wife, and you know, people have cheated before, and people are gonna cheat in the future. I'm not saying it's right. People cheat for different reasons, but you're a celebrity. You have access. You have money. You have fame. And pathways to debauchery. Mm-hmm. That's you know it's one of the unsung. Well, now I wouldn't say unsung, but it's one of the perks that people mm-hmm. leverage and lean on to justify their behavior. I mean, look at the temptations. I'm famous. <laughs> hey, hey, David. Hey, I'm just saying, David Ruffin. You look, yeah, yeah. You go, man. You but you you could keep going, Bobby Brown. You, Bobby Brown, the king in R and B. King, king, well, he, king he he's been reestablished as the king of R and B as the result of rocks, the last rocks and blunts. Few, <laughs> as as a result of the last few years with 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 one person sitting in a federal penitentiary right now. <laughs> you know, but that's you know, I'm a celebrity. I should have all of this. I should have groupies. I should have access. I to, should have my choice to whatever what yeah man because i think that's why you want to be a celebrity Hmm. you know and so for me him saying well yeah i did it because my boys wasn't there to stop me i just think that was bullshit bruh because men men women men that cheat you know i'm not gonna say we are monolithic in our thought but if we cheat it's to satisfy certain cravings or ambitions is to conquer it's to satisfy our ego and pride sometimes it's like well man I have the opportunity <laughs> to cheat sometimes you're cheating because you're not getting something you're, you're missing out or you're not getting a, a level of fulfillment okay let me let me put a pin in that yeah okay Let's define cheating because cheating? I think well he well, well he he we're not not his not yeah his, his cheating was physical his was all the way all <laughs> the way his oh. cheating was physical so at the bare the basis right, mm-hmm. the, the bare minimum I in mean terms you, of definition you can cheat to me I think it's cheating is if you have a connection with another woman. And you are in a monogamous relationship, and that connection is an emotional connection, a physical connection, and maybe in some instances a spiritual connection, because those are those are connections or lanes that you should have with your wife, your fiance, your girlfriend, if you are in an exclusive, committed, monogamous relationship. Okay, so let me ask you this question. Uh huh. Let me just push. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Keep it going. Intentional. Or unintentional? I think it could potentially be both. Okay. I think it can be both. Okay. I think it can be both. And I think um, whether it's unintentional or intentional, that is dependent upon, you know, what your home life may be. And that's dependent upon, um, you know, who you are as a person. Because, you know, I've been in a situation where, yeah, did I cheat? Yeah. But I didn't cheat because it was a platform for me to satisfy my ego. I cheated because 
it was an escape of mm. pain and things that I had been dealing with. And I'm not saying that's a, re- a good reason. I'm not I'm not saying that's a good reason. Oh, got it. Got it. But I cheated because it was a, an escape or an outlet for me that I I was not getting in my relationship. And and, and it's not really sex per se. Okay. You know, it's not really just about sex, but it's more so about damn. A uh, good example. You know, I was diagnosed with depression, mm-hmm. and this person understood what I was going through. So empathy. Empathy. Okay. Right, and that led me down a deep path, a deep dark path that I don't, I, I, I regret. However, it wasn't this situation where, oh, yo, I got all this money, all this access, all this fame. I'm just going to go out and do what I'm going to do. So in this instance, I'm going to throw a risk chip out. Yeah, go ahead. Do you think that everyone is guilty of emotionally cheating on their significant other? I think it's possible. I I really do. I think it's possible because, you know, uh, the term work wives or work husbands is real. It's real. Right. And does that does that fall into the category of cheating? Okay, listen to this. If you are emotionally, emotionally connected with someone and say just say it's at work. Mm -hmm. You know, we use work. That's a good example. You spend a lot of time with somebody and say it's at work. Mm hmm. And you are sharing things with that person that maybe you don't share with your significant other. Mm. That that opens the door. That opens the door. So 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 what I'm hearing is cheating is an act where actions or words are had with someone else other than your significant other that you are not. Um, disclosing to your significant yeah, because it's like it's like you hiding something. Okay, so or or if you explode, if you if you if you articulate it and ex- and expose that situation mm-hmm. to your significant other, you knew it would open up a Pandora's box mm-hmm. that maybe you don't want to deal with. Got it. And so, going into the vein of the definition, basically doing something that you don't want your uh, significant other to find out. True. So fulfilling a need. Mm-hmm. Without letting your significant other know that the need is being met outside of the relationship. Yeah, I think I think that's cheating. So I I would dare say then that we, as humans, are all guilty of doing that. True. True. And the reason why I'm saying that is, um, no, let me backtrack. I I would say that it may not be the intention. But it's still the impact, and the consequence is the same. Yes, because it could continuously lead to to more. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll use an example. If um, no, let me not use an example. Let me push. Can you cheat in a friendship, or does it have to be a relationship? Like if I form a work BFF mm-hmm. and not tell my real life BFF. Does that count as cheating, or does it have to be like a? Nah, 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 nah. So a relationship. Because nah, you entitled, you entitled your experiences, your experiences and your life journey will 
carry you down different paths to meet different people that could potentially become your BFF. Like, I don't think it's a, a, a rule that says you can only have one best friend. Okay. Because me, I, and, you know, what what was the saying um, in Little Rascals that Alfalfa said to Spanky? Or Spanky said to Alfalfa, I can't remember. But you, you only get one life, once in a lifetime, buddy, once in a lifetime. Mm-hmm. I've been fortunate enough to have a few once-in-a-lifetime buddies. I've been blessed enough to have that. I don't even at, remember that line. At different <laughs> stages of my life. Okay. So, okay. no, nah, that's not cheating. Okay. You know, but if it's, like, if you have a if you have a girlfriend or a wife, you know what I mean, and you have this new friendship with someone of the opposite sex. Okay. And you don't tell them about it, mm-hmm. like, I've like you hiding something. At that point, you hiding something. Okay. You you hiding something and you know if it, it, let's just say you and this new best friend communicate via text message, but if your significant other is around, you keep the you hide the phone or you keep the texting to a minimum because you don't want anybody to ask. Well, what are you texting about? Who who are you texting? Mm, got it right. And so maybe y'all not physical, and you know y'all ain't dating or nothing like that. Y'all could be oh yo did you see Lamar Jackson get his ass whipped by the Titans? And you're like yeah I saw it it's sad. And then your your lady come down like who are you talking to? Ah uh, nobody. If her name is Samantha, right? And you were like yo I'm talking to Sam. Oh who's Sam? Oh just my friend from work. You know it's one of those names like you don't know. You, it's, it's, it's either or it's a unisex name or oh, I'm talking to Sam. Oh, okay. What y'all talking about? Oh, we just talking about the game. But Sam is a woman, right? Sam is a woman, mm-hmm. and but you didn't tell your you didn't tell your significant other that Sam was a woman. Mm-hmm. Then you hiding something. Why are you hiding it? So let me ask you this: What if they know who you're talking to, and they know that it's someone of the opposite sex or gender? What mm-hmm. if they know? Yeah. Right. Does that still count as cheating? If I tell you who I'm talking to, what I'm talking about, does that still? I don't think it is because you know you that person you, you know you're not you're not hiding anything. Okay. You're not you're not but trying what, to but prevent what if them that, from knowing. But what if that person is fulfilling the need that your significant other isn't? That's tough. That's tough. I mean, I I would say I would hope that the conversations being had were like, "Yo, Sam likes football. You don't." <laughs> that sounded real aggressive <laughs> You know what I'm saying Like Sam likes football You don't And they will understand Why you talk to Sam On a text After you know Your favorite sports team Took an L Or had victory Okay So Would it be naive of this? Um, yeah go ahead keep, keep it coming Would it be naive To say that My significant other will fulfill all of my needs. Would that be naive to to think that one person will be able to fulfill all of my earthly needs? Mm. From Kev, mm-hmm. from Kev, I think that is naive. Okay. If you are if you are thinking that as a man, a woman is gonna satisfy like um, your physical needs your emotional needs mm-hmm. and your extracurricular needs and your extracurricular meaning like, yo, I like, I like to go bowling okay. or, you know, I like football on a Sunday and I like to watch it all day. Or when March madness comes around, like all I'm watching is college, college basketball. 
I don't necessarily think it's fair to say, well, yo, if 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 the woman never played sports or doesn't understand what a slam dunk is versus a three pointer, for someone to put that that kind of expectation on them and say, well, damn, she don't like sports, so she ain't fulfilling my needs. She's a bad person. But if <laughs> if someone if some if a if if a friend who could be of same sex, your boy, mm-hmm. or a girlfriend of opposite sex mm-hmm. enjoys the same stuff that you do. My hope is that your significant other would know that, like that's the reason why you hanging out with this woman, or you talking to this woman because y'all have a common interest, because you like sports, and she doesn't. But it's 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 transparent. It's above board. You're not hiding it. Like maybe Sam played college basketball, right? It, it's possible. Okay. Maybe Sam played college basketball. Or maybe Sam works for the Wizards and could get you front row tickets. Like, that's your friend. You want to hook up from your friend if you can get it. Okay, so putting the pin in this, you said friend. And so is it cheating if if we're friends? And if, not- your, if, your, uh, if your significant other knows that y'all are friends, uh-huh. nah, it's not cheating. Cause you're not hot. You're not hiding anything. Even if they're fulfilling the need that is not being fulfilled in the relationship. I, I think. I, I think so. I think so because the need. The need. Like let's use use sports. If you love sports, right? Mm-hmm. And maybe your your significant other doesn't like sports. Cool, but don't be mad because I have friends that enjoy the same sporting events that I do, and one and one of my friends happens to be a woman. Okay, because it's it's possible. Women like sports. Correct. Right now, if it's a matter of, you know, the significant others telling you, well, yo, why do you got to watch basketball in the month of March? Why does it have to be college basketball in the month of March? What's the big deal? I don't see the big deal. I don't see the big deal. And every March, it's the same thing. Then you know, maybe it's like, all right, well, you you understand that your 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 mate has a need. And though you don't like sports, but maybe you would go to a sporting event to support them. Like I think that's what you're supposed to do. You, I, you're not. You, you don't have to like the, the the sport, but if you want to be part of this experience with your significant other, then you know sometimes you gotta take risk and be in a environment that might be foreign or uncomfortable to you. But is it okay? But don't. But don't get mad if. You that person has friends mm-hmm. that enjoys these same kind of activities. It's like that's just like one small facet of your life. It's not the majority of your life. So, got it. Does that make sense? Uh, no, I, I'm, I'm with you. Yeah, I'm with you. It may not make sense to a few of our listeners. That's cool. That's, that's cool. Fine. Yeah, it's at G R G R L J K E V on IG. Please do. Um, my question is then. But if you hiding it though. So it, you cheat. Cheating means that it has to be hidden. I, I would say so. Mm-hmm. I would say so. Cause I mean, like you would, you would want to, you would want to. Like the whole point of being in a relationship, at least to me, this is care. This is Kev's perspective. This is Kev. Mm-hmm. This is Kev. The whole point of being in a relationship is to share your life experiences, right? Correct. And if you can't share your all of your life experiences with your significant other, if you if you're building towards a, a, a deep 
passionate, loving relationship. Mm-hmm. And if you can't share those experiences because somebody will feel a certain kind of way, mm-hmm. that might be a red flag, B. Mm. It might be. It's possible. You know, it's like, yo, why you got to watch the Super Bowl every February? I don't like football. Why you Why you like football? So in the same <laughs> vein, in the same yeah. vein, while we're here, is it... If I'm in a relationship with um, Michelle Obama. She could, God bless you. Yeah. Yes, we can. Yes, we can. <laughs> so me and Shelly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She's divorced by now, of course. Uh, she never met Barack. Oh, so she, she never met Robinson. Okay, that's I'm fair. sorry, Michelle Robinson. That's fair. That's Robinson, fair. Yeah. Right. Southside Chicago. Yeah. Miss mm-hmm. Robinson. Yep. Okay. Yep. And. Shelly Rob, we'll go call it Shelly mm-hmm. Rob. She doesn't like jazz music. Okay. I'm a jazz musician. Mm. Would she have to subject herself to enduring or participating in any of my activities as a jazz musician? You ain't doing coke or heroin, are you? No, I'm okay, not. Okay, that's good. No, that's Miles good. Davis. Over okay, here. just checking, just checking, just checking. Um, but like. Would she have to come to my shows or would she like I want to go to a jazz concert? She she despises jazz. So are you saying she should um suck it up and go? She should participate (laughs) in it just so she can share that aspect of my life. Or Mm -hmm. should she be like, you know what? There's just some aspects of our identities that just won't mesh. You know what? The musician the musician uh analogy you just used is I think is a good one. Okay. And so, like, uh, in the Ray movie, mm. and and Ray was going on the road, and B was like, "Yo, what go? What's that? What's what's on the road stays on the road. Don't bring it into our home. Mm-hmm. Like, you establish boundaries. Oh, you know, nice. Yeah, you establish boundaries. Good, good one. And so, if the person is saying, "Well, yo, as a jazz musician." You know, I, I don't like the lifestyle of a jazz musician. So, no, I'm not going to be in the jazz clubs with you or on the road with you. I would say, okay, well, y'all, y'all have articulated and communicated. Well, that. maybe it's not even the lifestyle. I just don't mm. like the music. She doesn't. She just doesn't like the music. I don't care that you're playing. That's tough, though. I don't care that, like, this is your yeah. band. Uh-huh. I know you're passionate about it. I hate jazz music. So, Are you making money playing this jazz? Yes. You making money and you providing, yeah. providing for your family and your home playing this jazz music? Sure. She don't got to like it then. She don't have to like it. Okay, so what? She don't have to like it. So what if I'm not making money? Shoot. If you ain't making money, and and maybe you just out there, you know, it's just a passion and a hobby. Uh, But it's not taken away. So I'm. I'm It's not taken away. It's not taken away from what we're creating. It's your extracurricular activity that that you enjoy. Yeah. Then I don't. I don't think that she has to like go to a. a performance or a concert, if that's not in her wheelhouse, unless, unless mm-hmm. you say, I would really like you to be part of the audience because when I play, I think of you, you know, I think of you and you inspire me to play, whatever, that's some, whatever. That's some Heathcliff Huxtable shit. Tough, man. That was hey, tough. Man, hey, so, tough, okay. I'm, I'm but, just... but if you, but if you say, yo, I, I would appreciate it if you came to, if you came to this performance, it would mean a lot. It's a big performance. You know, maybe I can start making money off of this. Like, 
you know, if that's if that's your squeeze, I hope that they will support. So, because sometimes you gotta be like, you're not gonna like everything your significant other like. You know what I mean? But does that mean you have to engage yourself in it? Can it just be you do your jazz thing? I'm gonna do my whatever thing. I think it can be. I think. I, I and think, then we just gonna come back to the middle. Yeah, I think that environment. So in that work, same vein, could, could work. Yeah. If. I find someone who I, I we are friends. Mm-hmm. We become that friends. loves jazz. That loves jazz. Yeah. Does having someone to share my love of jazz with does that consist of cheating if that need is being met outside of the relationship? Does your does your significant other know about it? Yes. That's not, not cheating. So what if she's upset about my new friend Ivory? If 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 she's upset about Ivory, uh-huh. then um, she she probably need to be more involved in your hobby. <laughs> okay. You know what I'm saying? Like like you can't have it both ways. You know what I'm saying? You, you say gotta well, I, you got to figure out. You can't say, well, yo, I don't like this part of your life, mm-hmm. and you're, you you know you might say, well, yo, I want you to be involved in this part of my life, and they like, nah, 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 that's not my thing, and they're not willing to work. Like yo, this is the thing that I've learned in my, you know, less than forty years on on Earth. Less than, less than. I see what you did there. Yeah, you see that? Ain't that all? That's fair. But this is what I've learned. Yes. As human beings, and when we come together in any kind of relationship—friendship, uh, committed partnership, relationship—you know, family members—you know, you're not gonna exp- you're not gonna enjoy or have a the same passion. That maybe your your significant other has, or your friend has, or your family member has, correct? Because you 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 different, you human, you different people. You mm-hmm. got different fingerprints, different DNA that makes you who you are. And so I think that's unrealistic. However, you know if if someone is hiding something from you mm-hmm. because they know you're gonna feel a certain kind of way about it, then that's like that's something you got to work through. Got it. You got that's something you got to work through. You know, and in, in the case of Kevin Hart though. Yeah, he's a, he's a celebrity, and he was doing shit that you expect from a celebrity. I, I didn't like his cop out though. How you blamed it on this? Yeah, how you blamed? Well, my friends weren't around, so I, I got some head. <laughs> like yo, you know what I'm saying? Like, had you not been here, had you had my boys been here, I wouldn't have got their head. Like yo, that shit is <laughs> dumb. <laughs> Unsupervised head is bad, brother. You know what I'm saying? That's according to Captain. Yeah, yeah. So okay, <laughs> all right, so. Cheating, the the intention. I think I'm still stuck on the other needs being met. But it, but all right, for, for real. If if okay, physical like the sporting thing, physical activities. You know, I I like to run. She don't. Mm-hmm. I go for jogs every morning. She like nah. He can have that shit. I join a jogging club. The jogging club is sixty forty, female to male. Right, you don't like the job. I like the job. That's one of my needs. I have to have met because that helps me with my my my, my physical body, my wellness, all all things above. Got it. You mad that you saw a picture? Let's just let, let's 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 keep put it reality. Real life. Yeah. IG. You mad that you saw a picture on that I was tagged in on IG on the running page on the running club on group. the run the running club page mm-hmm. and. I'm one of two men in the group. Every you know, it's it's fifteen women and two men, and you mad? 
Okay, I, I understand why you mad, but yo, if, if if you mad and you think something's going on, then bring your ass out to the running club in the morning. <laughs> That's what you're going to say? Hell yeah, okay. just like that. I, I'm going to probably take some heat for it, but you know. But but if you mad, come out and see what it's about. And and then you make then you make your you make your uh your judgment on what's really going on. Okay. And so um I'm pushing a lot. Yeah, please episode. do. That's good. That's good. So in that same vein, if Nope, this is what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna make it even more personal. So in my past relationships, um I never I don't want to say I didn't care, but because I trusted the other person, I wasn't checking her friendships to see if they was more than friendships. Ah, right. Got and you. so if she was got like, you. I'm talking to my friend, Chris, mm-hmm. telling him I said, what's up? Mm-hmm. And I'm letting him have a conversation. I'm not asking what you're talking about. I don't care. Yeah. Right. Cause y'all was friends before I met, or even if you, you became friends with someone after me. Chances are, like, and I've met them, or I just keep hearing about consistent, and there's nothing that's changing in terms of what you're saying to yeah. me. I don't, I don't care. I have other things that I could put energy into. But, but she was creeping. No, she wasn't. She wasn't creeping. Right. But what I'm saying is, I've never been the one to like, oh, well, who was this, and why haven't I met them, and yeah. like, blah blah yeah. blah. I don't, yeah. I don't give a damn. Yeah. Do you think that? a lot of this quote-unquote cheating conversation is stemming from insecurities and jealous hell yeah See? for sure for sure you know if if someone if someone is uh putting the cheating label on you know a, a particular facet of your life yeah but that ain't cheating the, the running club that ain't cheating you right. you working out you can't help the demographic of the running club. But I think it's easier for me to label something that I don't know what it is as something that I can identify. Yeah. Right. I don't I don't know what your relationship is with these random mm-hmm. people that you're running with. Yeah. I know what cheating is, and cheating is an easier way. Like, if I say cheating, then I can say A, B, and C is cheating. Yeah. This is what you're doing versus trying to investigate. Plus. I would hope you don't have to go through the investigation process, though. Well, yeah, that's fair too. You know, so I think that that leads to because, like, like you say, you don't care. Like I've had, I've had relationships in the past um, where people had men that were friends. Mm-hmm. Cool. The times that the times that my spidey senses were tingling was when that that friend was trying to hit, and I knew that, mm. right? And so then, w- with the conversation that takes place. I either remove myself from that situation because, yo, if that's your friend and I'm telling you, like, your friend is trying to hit and be like, nah, we just go back, blah, blah, blah. That's, it's full of shit. Then we got to end then, the conversation. Yeah, we okay. got to end, end That's it. fair. That's you fair. know, if, 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 if it's not worth that level of investment, mm. you know what investment. I mean? Okay. If it's not worth, if it's not worth the investment, then so be it. That makes right? sense. That makes sense. I can, I can see that I um yeah I've never now I have dated someone who um the insecurity level was extremely high mm-hmm. um, and that and that's 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 not a healthy situation no it wasn't right it's not a and, healthy and situation and it's not something that you find out um in the initial stages um 
But then it was like, oh, I'm just going to pop up these places. I'm going to just friend all his friends on Facebook to find yeah, out. Yeah, that's creepy. Right. That's creepy. That's mad creepy. And so that, it all it took was one instance for me, like one conversation, be like, you you know what? There's there's nothing that I can say that could erase these things that you're creating in your head. But Fair. what I can do is erase, this, erase the status of our relationship. That's what I can do. Um. But other than that, I've never, I, I don't know if I'm just, I, I just don't care that, like, I don't want to come off as a jerk, like, I don't care, um, like, but I, I never was the one to be, like, checking my significant others yeah, and their I, friends. I, I don't believe, I don't believe in that, but I, I, I do believe, in, in hindsight, it's 2020, I do believe that if you are um, a couple, then you know, no, no part of your life should really be off limits. Okay. You know what I mean? As far as you sharing your life with somebody. Um, and I, I learned that shit the hard way, bro. I learned it the hard way because, um, you know, if you, if you are, if you're in a relationship and say you like to hit the happy hours and go out, you know, go out to the club or whatever. Mm -hmm. Right. But you married or, you know, you got a significant other. Then, you probably shouldn't be in those environments by yourself all the time. Facts. Like your, like your, like your, your partner should be with you. Maybe not all the time, but shit, some of the damn time because y'all, yeah. My hope is y'all, y'all like the same things, mm -hmm. or that environment. You know that you know you both want to let your hair down, so you're not living like these separate lives. Correct. Right. And I, I don't believe. I don't believe like if you're in a, if you are in a relationship that's worthwhile and worth fighting for then you shouldn't have to resort to living separate lives. Now, my, it might be some parts of your life that, the you know, your, your significant other may not be um, in tune with or really enjoy, mm -hmm. and that's okay. But it shouldn't be like this, this two totally separate kind of things when we come together when um, it's time to, time to do the nasty <laughs> or it's time to go see, you know, go to a family function on one side or the other. Got it. Or we going, you know, we doing our regular date thing. Like, that's cool, but I, I, I think, like, you know, two becomes one, especially for my married people out there. Like, I think that's what keeps you married. Like, you do things that you both enjoy versus one, you know. Makes sense. Yeah. And so, yeah, if you if if, if you cheating, that means you're doing some shit that you ain't telling <laughs> you ain't telling your partner about. You keeping that shit on the, on the straight low. Cause you know it will it will cause conflict if you told them. Mm. Smoke, smoke, like all the smoke, all, all the smoke. smoke. Some people, you know, with, but but well, oh, when Kevin Hart, you know, shit, man, I really think he knew the smoke was coming. Cause you famous, bro. Like you, like you, 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 you on social media too fucking much. You on social social media entirely too much to not think that if you up with some random. Somebody ain't on their phone, snapping a pic, taking a video, putting that shit on Snapchat, IG. What's the little kid jump? TikTok. TikTok shit. <laughs> somebody gonna see you. Somebody gonna see your ass ticking and talking with a broad that ain't your wife. But this is all going back to if I hit my boys up and can't nobody go. Yeah. That means Ronald, stay your black ass home. It's a time, yo. I mean, that's intuition. You know what I mean? That, that's intuition. That, 
th- that's it. And yeah. so, like, unless I'm going with the intention of getting into some fuckery. And and, and and as men, sometimes sometimes we choose that route. And that's okay if yeah. that's what it is, right? Yeah. But like call a spade a spade. Don't 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 put it off on other people. Oh no, nah, no, nah, that's dumb. That, that's right. that's foul because right. and, you know, at the end of the day, you know, in my indiscretions, I never put that shit on my boys. Right. Cuz I made a decision. Right. Who ate the apple? Yeah. Who ate the apple? Yeah. Yeah, I'm not going to I'm not going to say well, yes. I just I said you know, won't dare, so I did it, but he won't dare, so, it, you know. I, you know, and normally he the one that got my back. No. Nah, nah, no, no. you're a man. You're a grown man. You you're a grown man. responsible you for 40. your own. You, yeah. In his case, he 40. You, you, like, you. you you're responsible for your own. You went decision. out, you wanted to know that you, you wanted to cheat, you cheated. You got caught. Yeah. But don't be surprised that you fucking got caught because you're probably one of the top 10 most famous people on earth. A man at his best can't be too careful. Yo, you literally probably the most you you definitely uh, one of the most famous people in America. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I mean, and the documentary showed us that he was famous in other countries. Yeah. Well. So you know, but don't put it on your boy. If you cheated, you cheated. You know, but I will say that people, you know, the the thing, and I think Lonnie Love, she's on one of those shows. It's, it's mm-hmm. not the View. It's like a view snipes type, kind of uh, like a view. Is she the one the um with uh where Amanda Seal is now? Yeah, that might be it. It's not the view. It's, it's not called, the view. Um, I don't know, but they but they got like three or four shows that's kind of like the view. But she's on she's she's on the view. Lonnie Love, I think that's her name. Yeah, and she was saying that black men cheat because we came from dysfunctional families. Like that was an excuse. Like like you know, slavery broke up the family, and so now we cheat because. You know, we came from dysfunctional families. That's what she said. And nah, it ain't because we came from dysfunctional families. Maybe maybe we lacked a few examples, but nah, you cheat because you want to cheat, man. Yeah, there's a desire. There's a desire. And there's a, a need that's not being met that that either based on your pride and ego or you, maybe you're going through some real shit. The real the it's real that yeah that's the name of the show that's, that's the name called. of the show but yeah, yeah I, I don't think i don't think men cheat because we came from dysfunctional families you know what i'm saying that that, that could be a, a attribute that could be part of it but i, I think it stems at, from something it different. stems from something else but i think we cheat because there might be oppor- space and opportunity in some cases mm. i don't know like I, I mean it depends we not we we all don't think the same and i think i that is something that as black men, I want people to get out of the habit of really leaning on is that we all think the same and do the same shit. Right. Because we don't. Definitely don't. Definitely. We definitely don't. So Kevin Hart, he he cheated. He put it on a docu-series. But that ain't that ain't why, uh, you know, it's, it's a lot of men out there that shit. They know better. They know they, they can't be pookie at the Carter. <laughs> you can't line it up because I'm going to smoke it. Right. They know it. Right. You know, it's certain things in my life now that I know it's like, yo, I can't be in that environment. Yo, it's because it's, it's going to be go time. Yeah. Cert, certain places I can't go and certain things I can't do because I just know, yo, I'm vulnerable in that environment. Yeah. And that, that, that comes with, you know, maturity and knowing yourself. Yeah. It's like a recovering alcoholic. Why, why would they go to a happy hour? Yep. The wings are good. Yep. But mm-hmm. guess what else is good? Mm-hmm. Good drinks. Yep. And so just being mindful of, not putting yourself in the places or spaces that um, is conducive to those opportunities 
that can result in the smoke. Oh, absolutely. And I think, honestly, bro, we got to do a better job of, like you said, controlling that environment. Mm-hmm. Because this is, a, this is a crazy thing, man. Like, I remember when I got married. Like, I got married. This was like 08. Mm-hmm. How old are you in 08? What were you doing in 08? Stump in the yard. That's a damn shame. <laughs> That's a damn shame. <laughs> I was stump in the yard. I was so, in the frat for three years. So I remember. I was out here. I see. <laughs> I, so I remember being married, right? And um, I went to a club. Well, a lot of my, I think when I got married, most of my most of my friends were still single. I had maybe one one homeboy that was married. I just remember going to the club, and I'm thinking like, if you got a ring on. Like this, is how naive I was. I'm thinking if you got a ring on, you like you like a leper. Mm. You like a leper in the spot, and like you know, you can't talk to nobody. You gotta look down at the floor the whole night, <laughs> drink your drink. But yo, the ring, like some people see that ring as a magnet. Yes, and mm. that should be go time, bro. Mm-hmm. And I, I, you know, I, I didn't know that. <laughs> I didn't know how to. Not saying that I acted on it either, but I, it, it was surprising to me. And if like that amount of power given to someone that doesn't know how to manage it could be detrimental. Hell yeah. Cause honestly, bro, I think, I think I had more women approaching me when I was married versus now. And I've been single for four (laughs) years. But so everything and, I love, bro. I'm not lying to but you. I, but so I think I, that's I think that's the case, not just with marriage. <laughs> I think that's the case with um, even people that are in relationships, right? Yeah. And so once you get into a relationship and you make it official, you get people coming out the woodworks, man. And you be like, now where the hell were you before, bro? I can't buy a date now. When I was married, <laughs> though, that joint was crazy. It was it was ill, man. It was ill. Like I'm I'm just like, oh, you see this here. And you know, I, I wanted a nice little ring, you know, had some splash to it. And so it won't like it, the shit ain't go unnoticed. Right. I just didn't realize that damn, some people don't care. They because they got nothing to lose. Yeah. And that's and that's hard because I don't think I don't think we are prepared for that. Mm. Not saying it's a good it's not an excuse, you know what I'm saying? It's right, definitely right, right. not an excuse, right. but I don't think like ain't no old, ain't no old heads or OGs come to me and say, "Yo, you know when you get married, man, it's going to be Right, because people see you as um, being st- st- uh, stable, mm-hmm. and people seeing you being mature, and you know, got a good head on your shoulders. Not to mention, they see that you belong to someone else. So yeah. now they're trying to see if they can get um, mm-hmm. forbidden. Fruit. And they might not want. They might not want you. Mm-hmm. It's you the know. thrill of the chase. Yeah. Somebody wrote a song, Miguel. Mm-hmm. Thrill of the chase, or or they they might not want you as far as like a long term committed relationship, but they want you. Let's pretend for one night. Yeah. Oh, hey, see this I'm guy. The man <laughs> in your life. That's Can music soul child. The things that love. Yeah, this guy do. here. This guy here. Hey, that was my shit. Yes. Not for what the song said. Never mind. Mm-hmm. Go for it. Kevin. Yeah, I, but that, but I, so I think um, you know, men men that cheat. Because you know, if well, if you a man, you ain't really supposed to be cheating, man. You because you got to make up your mind. You got to make unless you got one of them type of relationships that you know it's like yeah, well you you go out, you know what they call it, open relationship. Something that's Will and Jada. Yeah, but that's that's too much to me, man. That's too man, that's, that's too many lot. options. That's a, that's, that's too more, many options, man. That's a lot. I got I got married, so I wouldn't have to do that shit. 
that part. You know, and it's it's a lot. You're looking over your shoulder, man. That shit a lot. It's a lot of Christmas gifts. And you holding and you holding, you know. Hold out. Yeah, you, what you, you hold out in the can you hold out in a relationship with your significant other? If you're in an open relationship, I guess you can. Maybe. Hmm. I'm not sure, man. But I, I don't think I think people cheat for various reasons. In that nigga case though, <laughs> Kevin Hart. Yeah, he knew what he was He doing. knew what the hell he was doing, man. Shit. Kevin Hart. Kevin Hart. I'm in Vegas for a weekend in a in a club and everybody see me. And I ain't got nobody with me. And and you know damn well he wasn't trying to like blend in. Come on, man. Come on, man. But hey, you know, we we thank you for sharing your uh, your experiences on your docu series. Yeah, it was cool. I, I respect I respect this hustle. Oh yeah. Sure. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, definitely respect this hustle. Yeah, you can't knock another man's hustle. But that uh, shit there though, nah, man. Ain't no ain't no ain't no brother gonna cheat because his boys ain't around. <laughs> 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 oh, he put that out there. I'm like, yo, word for real? Yeah. You know, I, I I wasn't I wasn't judgmental. You know what I'm saying? But the but the cop out though, I was like, yo, you the audacity. Like really, that's what we're doing do. That's what we're gonna do, man. The audacity. So yeah, man, that that'll probably be the last docu series I watch because I'm about to get rid of my Netflix, man. Ain't no reason to keep it. They gonna put all the Marvel stuff on Disney Plus eventually. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, I don't know. And I watched the Eddie Murphy uh, Dolomite Dolomite joint, so I'm good. I think I'm good. Mm, that's fair. Yeah, good luck, good luck, Netflix. Good luck. Yeah. Well, on that note, this has been another edition of the Game Recognized Game Podcast with RLJ and Kev. I'm KEV. That's RLJ, and we are the gentlemen advancing the melanin, melanin evolution. evolution. Where evolution is revolution. Until next time, y'all, be like. Be like. Hashtag black men don't cheat. Black men don't cheat.